Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Plan for, you plan for everything but souls. <laughs> you plan for everything but souls. Amazing. What kind of ambassador are you? Huh? If we make you Ghanaian ambassador to America and you're supposed to represent the, the you go there and all we see in the clubs, club, club, club. Ah, people will ask you, Master, are you here on your own accord? No, you came here to represent the nation. What, what, what are you doing there? Ladies and gentlemen, your first purpose here on earth. If you never knew your purpose, what is my purpose? I'm telling you your purpose. Your first purpose on earth is to be a soul winner. Plead. 2 Corinthians 5.20 He said plead as though God is pleading with you. With your mouth. Plead. Hmm. 2 Corinthians 5.20 So we are what? Christ ambassadors. He said God is making his appeal through us. God is making his appeal. Somebody allow God to use you. God is making his appeal through you. We speak for Christ. We speak for Christ. We don't speak to Christ. We speak for him. Because he is not here. We are here. We speak for him. When we plead, come back to God. Why should they come back to God? Because the unbeliever his spiritual senses are cut off from God. He has no light. He has no direction. He has no life. He's cut off from God. So what? We bring him back to God. And when he received Jesus, his senses receive life now. He receives light. He can be directed by God. Listen. When you enter into heaven, eh, you, you will be amazed. Reality with you here. You see this is your skin and People you see here, they are not real. Oh. You don't feel it. I have been to heaven three times. I can tell you. It is too, it is, if there is anywhere called real, what is in heaven is beyond this. It is too real. And you remember crystal clear. That's the reason why some of us will weep in heaven. And they will tell us, Jesus will have to clean the tears. But cleaning the tears does not mean he will change your reward. Look, this is a blank check. You have the opportunity to make what you, to have what you want to have in heaven. 
It's a blank check. Time is not for you. The life you have is not for you. We are here to speak for Christ. That is our job. If we don't have it, I say, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? What is my purpose? Is my purpose to be a bank manager? Is my purpose to be a man of God? Hey, your purpose is to speak for Christ. How do I know that? When you go to 17, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. The day you became that, all things passed away, all things became new. 18. All of this is a gift. It is a gift from God. Who brought us back? Look at it. He brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task. The same job that God did, he has given the same thing to us. It's called the task of reconciling people to him. So the question is, as you came into this world, how many people were you able to reconcile to God? So if God is counting, you, you are sitting here right now, ask yourself, how many people have I reconciled to God? Because he said he has given you a task. So what is God going to judge me on? When you go to a job, they give you tasks and they give you bonus at the end of the day. The time of our bonus and rewards will come. But the question is, if God is counting, how many people did you reconcile to him? That is our job. Your job is, to, is not to sit here. You are supposed to sit here to be equipped with knowledge, with strength, with light. So you go out there and start the reconciliation job. This is your purpose. For this purpose, some people are not supposed to be married. Some people are not supposed to be, work, to be working. <laughs> yeah. You think everybody is supposed to marry? No. You think everybody is supposed to be working? No. For this purpose, this task, 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 duty, responsibility of reconciling people to him. 19. For God was in Christ because he did it first. He did it first though. He was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. No longer counting sins. People sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. Do you have the message? Yes. Because you are born again. So he wants you to go out there with the message of reconciliation. Then he said in verse 20. So we are Christ ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. He hasn't left us alone. He is still making the appeal. In other words, he's telling the world, come back to me, world. Come back to me, world. But he is not here. We are the pipes that he's talking through. We are the agents that he's using. So you are telling God, God, you can't speak through me. <laughs> we are in 1st September. I'm sure we knew 1st September will come. It has come. In the same way, that day called rapture will also come. And we shall enter into another phase. Look at the rich man and Lazarus. How he was enjoying life. He never thought the last day will come. But when the last day came and they entered into reality, he could feel pain. Now he wanted to be an evangelist. 
He said, Father Abraham, allow me to go. So I go and tell my brethren, my sisters, so that they don't come here. But when he was on the earth, he didn't know that he was chilling. He was enjoying. He was enjoying everything. We are not saying don't enjoy life. But there should be a moderation. Because your first point, if winning source is not enjoyment, I don't know what it is for you. If winning source is not enjoyment for you, hey, listen, holding the Bible and preaching is my enjoyment. <laughs> Why? Because my job is to equip God's people so that they go out there and also enjoy their work. The message of reconciliation. That day will come. Very soon, we know Christmas. Christmas 2023. It will happen. We will all enter into December. If that is correct, then note that one day, this world will end and we shall enter into eternity. And everything the Bible has said, our eyes will see. Our ears will hear. Our hands shall touch. There will also be that day where we will stand in front of Jesus to receive our rewards. The question is, how many people did you reconcile? All the parties you went to will not be recorded in heaven. Your marriage is not recorded in heaven. The children you have will not be recorded in heaven. What car you bought will not be recorded in heaven. How many souls? How many souls? You see, when you are praying to God for your life, you don't say, Lord, strengthen me to win souls. It's not part of the agenda. Lord, give me this. Lord, let this year, by next year, add that one to Lord, by next year, let me win about 20 souls for you. It's not part of the agenda because it's not in there. What kind of ambassador are you? We should be ashamed of ourselves that we are wasting resources. Remember, he said that salvation was a what? A gift. You are wasting the gift. You are wasting the Holy Ghost inside of you. You are wasting the eternal life inside of you. You are wasting righteousness. You are wasting all these things because they are equipped. They are supposed to equip us to go out there and reconcile people to God. Say, God, I am here with this lady. God will now appeal and say, Lady, come to me. Lady, come to me. And this person will come to Christ. When I read this story and I see how the world will turn, tears come down my eyes. I say, Lord, are people going to suffer this way? Now that we are on the earth, look at what is happening. Imagine we are taken away. Because the Bible says the Antichrist will not come. Except he that is holding him is taken away. When we are taken, don't be excited because we are holding him. Ask yourself, when we are taken, how many of my relatives, how many friends of mine, how many people I knew in my area will not make it for the rapture? And they are going to be here and they are going to go through all this. Do you ever ask yourself that question? That is what the white horse will do. Let's go to the next horse. In chapter, the chapter 6, verse 3 to 4, the rider on a, on, a, on a red horse. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast, so another beast, say, come and see. Uh -huh. And there went out another horse that was red. And power was given to him that sat upon to take peace from the earth. And that they should kill one another. 
and there should be, and there was given unto him a great sword. Is this thing happening already? Yes. People killing people here and there. This, this evening I saw a guy that was showing a device. I don't, I don't remember the name. It looks like, you know, that, those big flat batteries. Uh-huh. The, yeah, the big one, flat one. Now people are selling it. And, and they can, somebody can just drop it in your bag. You will never know. And they used to track you. Criminals are using that one. They can paste it on your car. You know the name? Ah, up, yeah. Yeah. Wickedness. Because what? The spirit of lawlessness has already entered. Look at the coups that is happening. You think people are free for now? Until the soldiers understand that power is sweet. Now, this will happen. But the heat of it has already started. People go to parties and somebody will drop poison into another person's drink. Someone is planning evil here and there. These things are happening. But can you imagine how it will be like when we are all taken away and now wickedness will begin to run the show. And somebody sees you and wants to just stab you because you once said you were born again or whatever. <laughs> Make sure if you are born again, you are really born again. Because the Bible says in the book of Thessalonians, there is coming on the day called apostasy. Those who claim to be Christians and were not. Hold on to your, onto your faith. These things are already happening. Let's go to the third horse. Five to six. And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse. And he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hands. Go on. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, a measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny. And see, thou hast not the oil and the wine. Is that all? What is this house going to do? Famine. Hunger. Has it started? Yes. The economies are dying. A glimpse. You think that what is happening is just normal? No. It is just the, 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 the shadows of this black horse. Because we have well-educated people who have learned economics, who have learned accounting, but yet they are putting things together. <laughs> why, why are we having breaks? Because they want to support economies. Famine. Famine. There are other countries, some countries that are suffering. Yeah. Amazing. Famine. Now, can you imagine when Jesus has come to take us? How would they get the unbelievers to Koto? Hunger. Hunger. Some people say, oh, me, I can survive. Me, don't worry. Don't worry. You haven't seen wickedness before. Please, when you have time, watch this, the, the slave trade. Watch some of them. And you will understand that this is just a minute thing compared to what is about to happen to this earth. Look, they are dictating how much things will measure. Can you see that? 
<laughs> a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny. They, are they will dictate. You have money you can buy. You eat is not enough. You don't want to take the mark of the beast. <laughs> it's happening. It's coming. No, you are born again. You shouldn't be afraid. That's why I'm showing you God's protection plan. But what God wants you to do is to pull somebody who doesn't know this. So that they don't suffer. Let's look at the last horse. The pale horse. Chapter 7, uh, verse 7 to 8. And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And I looked and behold, a pale horse and his name that sat on him was death. And hell followed him, followed with him. And power was, look at, I keep, I keep saying, and power was given. And power was given. Hey! Power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth. What is one fourth? 25%. How many, how many people do we have in the world? Over 8 billion. Huh? Multiply 25% by 8 billion. That number of people will be killed with swords, hunger, death, and beast of the earth. What is beast of the earth? Beast of the earth in the Bible means <laughs> microscopic organisms. Dangerous ones. That you can't see. Even bigger and more dangerous than HIV is, than COVID, than SARS, than, than, than all those things. Yeah. That's what the Bible called the beast of the earth. And he said, how many people will be killed? One fourth. Who, who did the calculation? 2.2 million. Billion. Please, when COVID, they planned that thing. How many people did they estimate to die? They said, they said one fourth. One third or one fourth of the population. All you didn't hear. All you heard was mask. <laughs> yeah. And they did the estimation, the simulation. And they said by 2023, January, this number of people all over the world should die. Oh, you thought it was their mind. No, sir. It was the pay horse. This is just a gist of it. So imagine that Jesus has come to take the church and the Antichrist has been revealed. Now, the Bible is saying wherever death will go, hell follows. So death is going. Remember, hell is following. Death will catch you, give it to hell. That is why we must snatch them from hell. We must snatch them from hellfire. You have eternal life. You are the light of the world. Grasp them to heaven. Pull them to heaven. So when the devil decides to take some, he won't get much. Jesus is counting on us. The father is, is, is counting on us. He will be so sad that he gave us all these eternal riches to depopulate hell. Look, they are planning 22 billion people. 2 billion people to die out of what? Sorts. Which means there's coming in those times where people will die by sword. People will die by hunger. And then people will die by plagues. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, this, this um, Al-Qaeda thing, 
that the, the bombs and etc. It's not, it's not natural. It is the wind of this. And I'm going to show you. In Revelation chapter 7, the Bible says that there are winds that the angels are holding at the four corners of the world. Do you know that these four beasts and, and, and horses are these winds? Can I show you that? Go to Zachariah chapter 6. How he will hide it there. Let's do amplified. So that you see the winds. <laughs> again and again I lifted up my eyes and saw. And behold, four chariots. Four? Chariots. Okay. Came out from between two mountains. And the mountains were mountains of firm immovable bronze. The word is brass. When you see immovable, strong, firm, immovable bronze, it means brass. Which means that this thing that will happen, you know, it is immovable. It means it's a condition that will not change. It will happen. <laughs> it's not like you can do anything about it. And nobody could help the earth. That is why when God asked that who is worthy to take the scroll from the Father and help mankind, nobody was able because of the fierceness, fierceness of these things. So Jesus was the only person that was worthy because of his love for mankind to take the scroll and to break off the seal and show us his plan. If he had not taken and broken the seal, we would have been in trouble. But when he broke the seals, he protected us from. I think I've taught you before. Verse 2, let's go. The first chariot had red or bay horses. Can you see that? The second chariot, black. The third chariot, white. And the fourth chariot had a dappled, active, and strong horse. That's um, the pale. That's what it means. So you see these four horses again? Let's see. And I said to the angel, who talked with me? What are these, my lord? And the angel answered me, these are the four winds. Or spirits of the heavens. Which go forth from presenting themselves before the Lord of all the earth. Six. The chariot with the black horses is going forth, look at the places, to the north country. Don't forget the north country. And the white ones is going forth after them because there are two nothing powers to overcome. And the dappled one is going forth towards the, the south country. So he just showed you east. Go. And the chariot with the strong horses went forth and sought to go that they might patrol the earth. And the Lord said to them, go, walk to and fro through the earth and patrol it. So they walk about through the earth, watching and protecting it. Hmm. Abraki in the Baha. Revelation 7 1. Kima Delibe. Kimo Hotalaba. Rabadara. I'm going to show you how protected you are. From the north, south, east, and west, huh? After this, I saw four angels stationed at the four corners of the earth. 
family. So that no wind should blow on the earth or sea or upon any tree. So these horses, they are firmly being held by angels on the north, on the south, on the east, and on the west. Because when they are released, trouble. Say thank you, Jesus. Are you following? How is this important to you? Show me the, the tribes around the tabernacle. How God arranged them. Can you see now? It's coming, eh? Now, so this is the tabernacle. God intentionally arranged the tribes. On the north, on the east, yeah, on the east, on the south, and on the west. He intentionally arranged. Huh? That is clearer, no more clearer. That's clearer. We teach you all these things. You have no idea how protected you are. I'm about to show you. Uh huh, good. This is better, isn't it? So, Judah on the east, Reuben on the south. Dan on the north and then Ephraim on the west. Why will God arrange the tribes according to these four sites? Why? Because right from Revelation, you kept seeing four beasts. Listen, God arranged his people around the tabernacle. Please, if they are arranged like this, why do you think their backs will be showing this way? Why do you think their faces will be showing the tabernacle? So he arranged it in such a way that every tribe will be facing the tabernacle. I'll, have, I'll show you something. There's a reason. Are you with me? Hmm. Go to Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 10. As for the likeness of their faces, therefore had the face of a man and the face of a lion and on the face on the right they had four therefore had the face of an ox on the left. Therefore had the face of an eagle. Now, you will be amazed <laughs> to know that Ezekiel described the way these beasts are standing according to how the tribes were standing. Good. So this is it. So you see, look at it. East, north, west, and south. Do you know where you are? Don't worry. You'll get it. So, 
Now, when you look at the full picture, you realize that they had four wings. So they are facing, one is facing here, one is here, one is here, and one is there. And then their, their, their wings are like that. And then the throne of God is on another heaven. And that's where the throne is. And they move God around. If God wants to fly, they fly. If God wants to walk, they walk. But their wings and their hands are not holy enough to touch the throne of God. Yeah. So God has created another firmament, another sky, away from them. And he has his throne on it. Yet, he says we will enter his gates with thanksgiving in, in our mouth. And we shall enter his court. His court is not down there, it's up there. And the day you were raised with Christ Jesus, you were made to sit together with him on the right hand of the Father. You are above this. That is who we are. Okay. Go back to the diagram. There are some two men, eh? They've done really well. You know, the New Testament is in Greek. But there are two men, Kale and Delich. They have translated the Greek New Testament into Hebrew. So that our Jewish brothers can now read the New Testament in Hebrew and get it. And guess what? One of their translations in explaining this, they said, in the Hebrew New Testament Bible, they said, according to the rabbinical tradition, because you know they believe in the rabbinical, right? And I told you on Sunday, the standard for Judah bore the figure of a lion. He's talking about flag. Where's Judah? Here. Yes. So he's saying that, Ju now listen, there are other tribes, but their flags doesn't matter. It is the flag of Judah that matters. So they are standing there and they had raised the flag. And the emblem on the flag is a lion. Now they said Reuben Reuben's banner had the likeness of a man's head. Where is Reuben? On the south. So they said the flag of Reuben had a man's head. Have you ever checked the meaning of Reuben? Reuben means behold the sun. In other words, see the sun. <laughs> That's what Reuben means. See the sun. So his name actually means sun. No wonder the emblem is the head of a man. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Raymond 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, Dabbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit
it under the reign of heaven in Afronessa's service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-LJedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny-LJedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel-LJedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54-722-1773 or plus 233-50-432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to leave from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.